All right, good morning. Happy Saturday. Welcome to Give Me Something, the Sportsbet podcast. It just put your mind at ease. And yes, we know there is a lot of things getting cancelled, but don't panic. There is still plenty to bet on, and we're going to tell you what to bet on uh, right now. Gentlemen, how are we? Oh, very good, Hammy. Very good to be here. I reckon this is one of the first times I've ever worked with Rambo. This is this is a treat for me this morning. I'm very excited as well, no, it's Brandy. not that good, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm excited too, Brandy, because um, there might be off chance that you will have your own tip instead of taking mine from the Nicaraguan Football League, so I'll enjoy that. Maybe I'll have to go first. You know, the first time I ever come across Rambo, I was working at Triple M and we played a soccer game down at the uh, Albert Park Complex down there, and so Triple M played against sports, but now were the days when Matty Campbell was the uh, brand ambassador, and he was the goalkeeper, and uh, there was this big, tall, athletic looking guy who turned out to be Rambo, who was very, very I was going to say, his name was Christoph. Um, uh, and then very, very skillful. And he was, he was the problem for us. We, 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 we thought, being the Triple M guys, being the sporty guys, we were going to take the sports bet guys, no problems. But we just had this big fella in the middle who had all the tricks. And it must be said, when we went into the break at half time, there was a call to try and take his legs out. And it didn't matter if we were going to break his legs or his ankles at that point. We didn't know him. Uh, I've come to know him now, but that was the first time I ever worked with Rambo on the opposition. Oh, you're too yeah, kind, well, it doesn't come to that today. I'll tell you no, what, Brandy, a... that's, that's unlike a group of ex-AFL footballers to think they're just going to take on a team that actually have <laughs> players that have played soccer before and beat them. And well, then they're had... shocked when they're better. And you know what? Matty Campbell was actually very good in the, in the net. He was. You, you couldn't get much past the big fella. He was. He had some uh, GA experience between the posts as well, I think, old Matty Campbell. And uh, he was absolutely furious when we uh, finally let... Uh, I think Brandy might have scored the goal. It was one of two goals that he considered the whole tournament. And he almost walked out of the whole gym. <laughs> he was that pissed off. Um, there was some... Yeah. The trophy that day was about eight foot tall because uh, our CEO, uh, Barney, demanded it being that big. And then he couldn't get it home in his car. After we won, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, very good morning to you, to the, the soccer sparring partners. And also, very good morning to Sportsnet's very own Andrew Denton. Uh, Mick Ball there after his debut, going one-on-one with SD last night on racing.com. Uh, congrats <laughs> on the great interview, mate. Thanks, mate. Uh, it was, uh, jokes aside, it was, it was a dream come true to be able to sit down with a, a former sports star. And someone like Simon Marshall was... Uh, yeah, it was it was it was it was a lot of fun. It was really really. Good. So it's not a so it's not a dream come true every time you sit opposite a former sports star in Nathan Brown and, and chat with him. Uh, nah. <laughs> so uh, when you in these tough times, Michael, after the interview last night, it was a great interview. I saw that. But did you end up driving back to the Hawthorne abode or the one down at the road? Married well, Mick. Yeah. I, te- oh. <laughs> I tell you what, I've seen, I've actually seen uh, Wally and SD have quite a few individual conversations at different uh, hours of the night, and um, none of that was fit for broadcast. So, uh, luckily, something out there for the punters this time. Yeah, we, we, well, this time we got- found half an hour that we could actually talk about Rambo and Nathan I've been- down the peninsula, mate. <laughs> I believe this chat was actually replayed at 3am where a lot of the same topics were covered again from earlier in the night which which is very similar to how a night with SD and Wally will pan out generally so look it was great well done mate but uh, hey how about how about we see if we can win a few of our punters yeah. their own uh, beachside abodes as well Wally let's, um, let's, let's see if we can give them something and uh, I believe um, you've got some more mail from Howe today uh, I do look I'm you know me guys I'm just Esports, just I'm hooked on this stuff now. I'm, I'm, I'm well and truly down the rabbit hole. And I've got some good news. Punters, Invictus Gaming, we know that they're, uh, as Ron Burgundy would put it, they're the balls. 
these guys are the they're the best going around. Of course, we're talking about Leg- uh, League of Legends uh, <laughs> in LPL, of course, China. Um, but Invictus Gaming, uh, 9-1 and one series, 18-5 games. They're on a three-game winning streak. They're coming up against RNG, who are actually... They're a decent side. So they're, they're, a, they're, a, uh, uh, they're a decent team. Oh, sorry, not... No slouch. Royal never give up, I should have, I, I should have uh, explained fully. They're, they're no slouch at all. They're 7-3. and three. They're 15-8. and eight. They've won four games, so they've got a bit of that form. But Invictus Gaming have what we call the class factor. So the fact is, is you're actually going to pick up a uh, dollar forty-four as it currently stands on Invictus. So that is a massive price. Uh, what we're going to do is we like to do, Hammy, is we're going to take that into a, a double. You, you want the multi here, Edward Gaming. Uh, look, they're a top six franchise. They're six and four, fifteen and eleven. Um, consistent performer, looking for the third straight win. Now they're coming up against Billy Billy Gaming. Now, the thing about Billy Billy Gaming is that, I mean, they've had a couple of decent wins, but they're a three and seven side, and they're a genuine three and seven side. So, <laughs> a I've true heard three and seven. Before. So, I mean, this is the thing. You hear Brownie, Brownie say, Brownie, you've spoken about teams that are like the best 0 and 8 side you've ever seen, or the luckiest 8 no side. These guys are three and seven, and they're a genuine three and seven side. Edward Gaming. They're six and four. They're a better side. So you're going to take that price. You're getting a dollar thirty-four there. So if you put those uh, obviously in your multi, you're going to pick up a price of a dollar ninety-four. That's the double your money. One other thing I will say. So they're like the Brisbane Lions, Mick. Is that what you're saying? Uh, they're like the Brisbane Lions, Nathan. Hundred percent. Alluding to the fact that when they were zero and eight in 2018, I said they were the best zero and eight side ever, and then they made the prelim last year. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. So. I, didn't they go out in straight sets? No, they went yeah. out in straight sets. But I know what you mean. They were still a top yeah. four side. I'm, I'm yeah, 100% right. Yeah. All right. Here's one thing, though, and I don't uh, usually uh, I don't usually look at this, but uh, KT Rollstar in the Korean leagues has been underperforming. They're coming off a loss, and they've just been a little bit shaky. They're against a, a team called APK uh, Prince, and now this team is... They're a serviceable side, but I just think KT Rolster at the moment are vulnerable. And APK, you're getting $4.40. So if you are a value hunter, if you like to live on the edge, this is the this is the bet for you over the uh, over the next 24 hours. APK in the League of Legends career. That's the LCK on the side. APK mm-hmm. Prince, $4.40 against Rolster. Look. I, uh, I think they could uh, upset them there. Ooh. But again, as I finish that, oh, I've uh, confused myself and <laughs> understanding why this There's more. Exists. There was more acronyms there than the ASX. Uh, really. uh, that's what I'm it is, Rand. I still my head in. No, that's what we've got time for today. Yeah, we'll see you again tomorrow. <laughs> you know what? Can I, can I just say this, Nathan? Every time I talk about esports, you're on me. Now, I know that, Nathan, you would have been a jock at school and you would have... The kids that played the video games, you would have just pushed them over in the mud... But the thing is, this right, is massive. Up. The massive money in this, like the some of these tournaments, they get paid twice as much as you win if you win the Everest. I mean, this is just—it's millions upon millions, tens of millions in some cases. All, so they're almost almost on par with a um, Racing.com uh, interview host. <laughs> almost, almost having uh, Brownie. Yeah. Next time you're on, I want you to do esports. How are they spending their the money? These esports, if they're on five million a year, how are these guys 
I don't think they're spending their money in the right ways. They're not like your NBA, your NFL stars, yeah. like the Dallas Cowboys of the 90s. So if you're going to earn that much money, I think you should be able to spend it appropriately. Yeah, at least get a house on the peninsula or something, Brownie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'll tell you what, that, thanks for the esports update, Wally, but I don't know if I'm going to be betting there. I got bitten by a team fanatic the other night in the, yep. in the first leg of my multi. And, yeah, that, was a, um, that, was a, that was Sugar's bet, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, but it was also four hours of my life. I'm never going to get back because I did watch it live as well. And they went so, up one nil, didn't they, Hammy? They they were showboating, as oh. the commentator said. So mm. it was very frustrating. But there you go, dollar ninety four. Not a bad foundation yeah. to your uh, give me something multi. Brownie, what have you got for us today? Well, as uh, there's been a lot in the news about the Belarusian soccer league, it's about the only one yeah. being played at the moment. There's a game on tonight, late our time. It's actually around uh, it's eleven thirty tonight our time. Um, and there are a couple of games on, but the one I'm going to look at is Nemen Grodno up against Shakhtar Sogolorsk. Now, the odds for me... <laughs> now, when punters in horse racing talk about the value, so they might look at a horse that it's $12, um, and they take that. They don't uh, necessarily think it's probably the best horse in the race, but the value is there for it to win. Now, Nemen Grodno, $8 at the moment, up against Sogolorsk, who are $1.30. Now, the draw here is $5. But at $8, I think it's massive. If, if you don't want to take the $8, you've got the plus one line. Uh, that's $3. I reckon that's pretty good odds. Now, 15 games ago, these two sides played. And my team, Neiman Grodno, they got beaten 6-0. Since then, since that game, they have given up only 10 goals in their last 15 games. They always haven't won. They've drawn a lot. But in saying that, uh, they've only given up 10 goals in 15 games. They're both one-on-one one to start the year, and the only one Grodno gave up in that loss was an 88-minute penalty where they went down 1-0. So I like the $8 head-to-head, but I'm going to take the plus-one line at $3. I think it's a pretty safe bet. Nice. Don't mind that, that at all. Is that now a bet now, Brownie, or do you want to wait just before the jump? Do we think that, uh, things might move there? Uh, I'm... Uh, I'm going to bet now. I'm going to take yep, that $3 nice. now for plus one. So just to be clear, Brownie, basically the $3, the plus one, means if they win or draw, you win your bet. That's exactly right. Perfect. And now this new defensive outlook, Brownie, I'm assuming, this would have to be an initiative of the new coach, Sergei Pushkov, who's uh, joined the side in the, in the off-season, I believe. So uh, I, I, we all know he's, um, he's renowned for defence. He says you win premierships on defence, so... Um, I, I love where you're coming from there, Brandon. I think with with Pushkov at the helm, mm. I think uh, Nemen Grondo could be a, uh, a pretty good bet. And it's an amazing the amount of uh, Sergei's and Vladimir's and Igor's in this uh, Belarusian game. It's almost like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John over there. They're just they're, they're household names. <laughs> Tom, Dick, and Harry. Yeah, so, uh, Igor's a great well, name, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Igor's great. Igor's aged well. It's a great name. Um, all right, well, thank you for th- three. I love the value on offer there, Brownie, as well, because we're working off a fairly conservative base with all these um, Chinese and Korean uh, esports leagues. So I, I like I like the value on offer there. Uh, Rambo, yes, mate. what have you got for us? More Nicaraguan soccer today, or what are we going with? No, we knocked that over yesterday, Ham. Uh, we're going to esports, but a different variety. I don't know if you uh, gentlemen have heard the news, but we are offering betting on the NBA 2K tournament which is uh, scheduled to go off this morning. So this is the, the uh, game NBA 2K uh, played by actual NBA stars. Um, you can watch it live. You can bet it on the Sportsbet website. Um, never in, this, in my wildest dreams that I think I'd be getting up on Saturday morning to talk about 
NBA players playing video games and uh, having a punt on that. Strange time. Yep, stranger things, as is uh, Brownie's hoodie there. Um, so, but we're going to have a crack anyway. Now, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Durant uh, is getting all the chat on this one. Um, he's playing, uh, so Derek Jones Jr. is his opponent from Sacramento. Kevin Durant, obviously from, uh, not even sure what NBA team he plays for anymore. Uh, obviously, he's been injured for quite a while, so he's getting a bit of specking. But we're going to toss that out. I reckon that's a bit too easy. Plus, that's the first game on the books. So let's go a little bit later and give the punters a chance to get on, Hammy. We're going to go with Sun. We're going to go with Sun. Sun's double. Um, this is probably the only time you're going to get see me betting on Phoenix in the NBA, Wally. Um, but we're going to go with Sun's double. Devin Booker is a dollar forty. He's playing Michael Porter Jr. Um, any of you college hoops fans out there would know that uh, Michael Porter Jr. did his back in college. Had a lot of time out. Um, didn't mean he was eligible for other extracurricular activities as you would in college. Um, instead, he was probably on his couch um, playing a lot of t- NBA 2K, which is basically everything else uh, everyone does in college, um, apart from some other things you can do on your couch. But he's not going to be any good. Let's go, Devin Booker. <laughs> he's one of the one of the great uh, chances to win the whole thing. So a dollar forty in the first round. Um, that's very tasty. And we're going to go into his teammate DeAndre Ayton. Who's a dollar fifty to beat Zach Levine? Um, by all reports, with my quick form guides, Zach Levine is hopeless, and John DeAndre Ayton um, is a very avid NBA two K player. You can get a dollar fifty about down. That's two dollars uh, ten for the the Suns couple to both get up. Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. Um, I reckon we're looking at something pretty good there. We're going to get low a lot more about the players as we go through the tournament, which I think Saturday and Sunday, and then the final is the next Saturday. But um, a bit of action for punters on ESPN with no NBA, which is good to see. I enjoy your theory well, that he has spent a lot of time in the, uh, the the frat house over there being injured with the back. And yes, he would have been doing a lot of playing the PlayStation. He would have been doing a lot of extra curricular uh, activity. So I like that. Just a question on Zach Levine. Is he um, any relation to April? Avril? Yeah. <laughs> Avril's her cousin. Uh, potentially, potentially. I think it's both spelled and pronounced differently, Brownie, the surname there. I'm waiting for a. Uh, I'm waiting for the documentary about Avril Lavigne, if, if, whether she's dead or not. There's a lot of rumours out there on that one, Brownie. I don't know if you're aware of that, but uh, really? I hear it's complicated. Well, yes. If you were if you were married to the lead singer of Nickelback, you'd probably. You've had oh. oh Jesus! <laughs> wow. Got dark here on Jimmy Fallon. Can I tell you though, Nathan? You, you've tried to throw a gag out there. At least get the name right. It's a good point you make, Michael. <laughs> 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 uh, hey, let's uh, let's see if we can find a bit of value in uh, one of my favourite markets, and good to see it back in in the world of politics. I'm talking, of course, about what colour is ScoMo's tie going to be today? Um, so hence, hence why I've worn this one because I mean, what a not a great result for the book if ScoMo rolls out in this one because technically that's got just about every colour that was on offer yep. uh, on the book. So. Uh, he's not he's not a real sort of cutting edge fashion guy, Scomo, so we should be safe, but um, despite, one, one despite his stint in marketing, you'd think he'd dress it up a bit, Hammy, like yourself. Yeah. He's more of a um, oh god, what's a really boring company to do mar- like Tab or something like that. <laughs> a tab marketing guy. He's not really a you know, a marketing marketing guy like us. Anyway. Um, they got AJ there though. Yeah. <laughs> they do have AJ. <laughs> That billabong ties, really? Real line and length, boring as batshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, he watches, watches the show too. He watches Brent. too. Yeah, he watches so <laughs> enjoy. Hey, 
Do we know why politicians only wear one colour, solid ties, uh, a lot of times red or blue? Do we know the reason? I just I think they like to uh, keep their want the focus on the message what they're trying to talk about. You'll, you'll see them maybe go a bit wide or, or wear something with a pattern or something if they don't know what they're talking about or they're looking for a distraction. But if you have a look through, if you Google ScoMo, eight of the first eleven ties that he wears are a pale blue. Mm-hmm. They're inoffensive, boring. The other three, well, one of them's silver and the other ones are gold. So he likes to keep it fairly, you know, on message. Bit of confidence in what ScoMo's talking about. If you move down the page, you will see a couple of. He goes for a burgundy with a pattern. If he, if he's a bit unsure, or if he need if he needs a chop out, but uh, the blue was two dollars is two dollars ten. That's your favourite. You can see why he does wear a lot of blue. Um, silver three seventy five, not to be sneezed at as well. I think the value uh, bet is gold at seven dollars fifty. Yeah. Uh, the punters have been all over blue in the book again. Very hard to argue with that. Um, I've got a bit of mail from up on the hill. My mum works up on the hill in Canberra. She said that she was feeling today he was going to rock a pink or an orange, like a, a really pale pink or a, or an orange, like a bit of a you know washed out kind of uh, one of those warmer colours. You're going to get 19 or 26 bucks for those respectively. So there's value to be had in the tie market. No tie, which you'd say given mm. the circumstances, it's it's pretty formal at the moment. That won't happen. You can put a line through that at 26 bucks as well. Uh, but yeah, gold uh, potentially so one of those warmer colours. I'm feeling gold at seven fifty, but uh, don't don't you know have a look maybe a, a bit of a saver on Di Goodman's tip of a pink or a, or an orange at nineteen or. Well, how many? We know we know the PM is uh, we know the PM is a Sharks fan, so he he does favour that light blue. But I think the the best thing about this market, uh, despite its novelty, is um, uh, there's a winner or a loss. There's no draws. There's no ties. So yeah, you should guaranteed your money if you get up. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, very good, Rambo. Yeah, very good. Hey, Hammy, will this deal. be an ongoing Sportsbet market? It will be. I've spoken to uh, Sportsbet Communications Manager Richard Hummerston. I've had him on the phone this morning. Oh, the, uh, the panicked Hummerston, if... otherwise known as the beekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> That's him, the beekeeper. He's got, oh, he says he got stung by a bee for his inflamed foot. But I reckon it's it, Let's be honest, he's got gout. He's got yep. gout. He's got gout. <laughs> He's been drinking heavily Lay from his the beach tomatoes, house. Tomatoes, Rich. I mean, yeah, um, yeah. He's a, yeah. He's got gout. That's we've, yeah. Dollar ten at gout. Um, but he says this market will be back up again tomorrow. I panicked this morning because it's actually closed for today. But I've, I've taken some uh, you know comfort in the fact that it'll be open again tomorrow. So that's why I've, I've spoken to it. If you're getting itchy and you simply must get a bet on now, I, I'd have a look at the uh, Smooth FM to, uh, hottest five hundred market, which is basically. That, that one will actually be uh, run and won on, on Thursday of next week. But Daryl Braithwaite at $1.80 uh, to be the artist to win, I thought was a fairly good bet there. If you must bet now, but if you can wait a couple of hours and wait for tomorrow's tie markets, I, I reckon you're probably going to have a bit more fun and a bit more success and value so there So, Hammy, well. that can be any one of his songs. It just needs yes. to be him. That's, what, that's, that's that right. I'll probably talk... Yeah, we one know summer. One summer is so underrated, Rambo. Isn't uh, it? It's his best song by the it, length of the thank the you. Flemington one Strait. One summer is clearly his best song. I should say the Mooney Valley Strait, which is not that long, but it's still a good distance. <laughs> long enough, long enough. Hey, one thing on the uh, the, the Scomo and his ties. We saw a few years ago Laurie Oaks Lampoon sports bet, and every ad break came out in a different colour tie. Uh, I wonder whether you were talking about same tie, uh, you know, same tie plays a minute ago there, Brownie. Will he? Uh, Will, will he maybe lampoon it? I don't think Scomo is uh, the, the Joker type. I think Laurie Oaks has got a little bit of juice to him, so I can't see Scomo doing that. 
Well, ScoMo had a good gag the other night. He said that buying a jigsaw puzzle was an essential service. So you never know. He, he could um, he could surprise a few people. Hey, let's whip around the grounds. Get everyone's. Can we get everyone's bet for the day that they've just run through? And I would also like uh, your best at Randwick today, bearing in mind that it is tipped to be wetter than a Serengeti floodplain where the zebu roam wild and free today in Randwick. Have you got a tip for us there as well? We'd love that. Michael, kick us off. I'll go first. So I'm doing the double, which is Invictus Gaming to beat Royal Never Give Up. Uh, yep. Into Edward Gaming um, to beat Billy Billy uh, as as my double. And they get you $1.94. Yeah, $1.94 in total. Uh, my, my best bet at Randwick, I will just say this, my heart will 100% be with uh, with Santa Ana Lane in the sprint. The, the track probably doesn't help it. But look, my best, I think that on the wet track, um, uh, at the distance, warning to go for the Derby double and pick up the Australian Derby along with the BRC Derby, I, I think that... Uh, That'll be, that's a good one, and it's $5.50, so you're getting some sort of price. I think it can be Castle Vecchio and, and Shadow Hero. Warning for me is where I'll be uh, playing heavily. Love that. Very well, nice. I just need a bit now, Hammy, because uh, I took Neman Grondo as, in, as in plus one at the line. That was $3 five or eight minutes ago when I spoke to you. That's into $2.88 now. Uh, so wow. obviously all the punters out there watching this program that's why I asked Brandy that's why I asked mate yep. program's not live well, Brandy so, yeah two hours before it's even gone live they are piling into amazing it amazing how they, how they know $2.88 plus one they're playing against a team called Shaktir Soligor so Neman Grodno and in uh, Melbourne today uh, race 8 I'm going to give you a tip Benetois Julian Balance, who's our main man at sports bet uh, main trader it's his best of the day, and it's coupled also with David Gately's best of the day. So I like it when two great minds think alike. And up in Sydney, um, I like Reloaded. Race two, number three, Reloaded as my best of the day in Sydney. Love that. Rami, Beautiful. Yep, we're talking NBA 2K uh, with actual NBA players. Devin Booker, dollar forty to beat Michael Porter Jr. And DeAndre Ayton, his teammate at the Suns, $1.50 to beat Zach Levine. If you want to combine them, that's 210. Uh, and my tip of the day up in Sydney, um, let's go with the get out stakes race 10, Rubisaki. Hopefully that yeah. gets up for the punters. Nice one. Love that. Well, my, my tip today is uh, ScoMo to be wearing a gold tie. Bearing in mind, this would be for Sunday. So uh, that's $7.50. I'm just multi- if you multi all those up, you give me something multi today. It's paying 80 88 bucks. So maybe take the tie out if you're going to play it a little bit conservative. But uh, 88 bucks, that's certainly not to be sneezed at in terms of a multi. My best of the day, uh, bearing in mind the, the wet and sloppy conditions up there in, in Randwick, I'm going to race seven. I'm going with Eric the Eel. Oh, uh, pretty slow through the water in 2000. He's had, he's had time to think about it. 26 bucks as well, um, or a bit of an each way play. He's probably about five bucks for a place as well. But Eric Muzumbardi to. Uh, if not win, certainly break the Equatorial Guinea record. So that's that's something for those out there to. who haven't been following our Instagram stories over the last few Saturdays of racing. Um, your great host here, Ryan Goodman, has been on an absolute heater with his ridiculous name, Horse Bets. Um, he's put everyone else in the shed, including you, Wally. Um, and Smash that me. is not a bad tip. <laughs> Eric, you the call the get on. Just, you, I, are they omen bets? 
Well, I wouldn't even call them omen bets. They are, I would call them low-hanging fruit bets, yep. uh, Nathan. I threw one in there a couple of weeks ago. I am excited just to uh, get a bit of content around Big Kev, um, the, uh, the the dishwashing and uh, clothes washing mogul from the early 2000s. And, um, yeah, ter- it turned out to be a masterstroke. 31 bucks. bucks. <laughs> if you yeah. can believe that. So just get on him. I mean, that's the... That's, the other, that's the the other one, if you're looking at funny names in the ninth there... Um, Again, wet conditions, and I'm a big fan of the the uh, cult movie in the 2000s, Quacker Jack. Hey, Quacker Jack's a proper chance, right? Quacker Jack is is a proper chance in that race. Quaker Jack, proper chance up against shared ambition, though. Which, as I was listening on through, I don't cover a lot, a lot of buzz about shared ambition. But I think Quaker Jack, just for the gag. Quaker Jack, I go Quaker Jack for the shared ambition. SD and Jules both tipped at thirteen dollars. The thing about this race, I think Julesy said he had it. Eight or nine bucks the field, which means that your, your favourites at that price, they're mm-hmm. shorter. But the, the fact is, this is there's going to be 20 horses going around on a wet track. This is going to be one of the most open Doncasters of all time. So you almost wouldn't talk you out of backing anything. There's so many decent horses that if they get a bit of luck can win at massive odds. Shared Ambition's the one they like at $13, but... If it was at eight bucks, they probably wouldn't have it. They like it at that price. So nice, I, gotcha. It's, it's okay. Like, so Eric the eel into Quacker Jack. <laughs> yeah, Qua- Quacker Jack, Ryan. I would not talk you out of that at all. And the other oh, thing I, I want to mention before we head off is oh, I brought up AJ before, who obviously used to be at Sportsbet, <laughs> and he watches this program because he wants to be on this program. He's starting to. <laughs> to really doubt why he left Sportsbet, who's fun, we're fair, we're fast, we have a lot of fun at Sportsbet. He's gone to the tab where he's wearing a tie most days. At Sportsbet, he used to come into the office with a Billabong T-shirt on every day, Billabong shorts, and he's an Adelaide Bogan, so I don't know. I don't think he's ever surfed in his life, but he's gone to tab, and now he's wearing the suit and tie, and he's very corporate and uh, he's just, he's lost his way, the boy. Yeah, so he, and Brownie, you know he'd just, what tie cover? It'd be brown or black. Yeah. <laughs> All the creativity's brown. gone out. I think it's the, yeah. the one tie that he has. Well, yeah, the one tie. <laughs> the best thing about AJ is, <laughs> is, is, is his girlfriend. She is a lovely girl, and I think she gives him some life where he doesn't have any. Wow. Well, uh, back to the AJ, AJ podcast. If you are listening, um, go and put the cones out, mate. Um, you've done this. You've done this to yourself, basically, gentlemen. Great show. Well done. Have fun out there, punters. Hopefully, we can find you a few winners. Most importantly, gamble responsibly. See you guys. See you guys.